0: Good morning, City fans. We are back with ball watching for an official recap of last night's historic win versus versus the San Jose earthquakes. How about that, W, Justin? How are we feeling today?
1: Historic. Uh, That is not my word. I I (laughs) I will not give that one away. It was historic. It was unreal. Also unreal cold. I'm extremely happy to see the fans showed out. The place was
0: packed and was rocking. It was. It was. It was such a fun time, and we'll get into all the details here, and thanks everyone for joining here a little bit early. I know it's a little bit early for the live stream today, but why not wake up with some some breakfast, some brunch with the, with the ball-watching boys and celebrate uh, last night? So we've got a, a loaded agenda uh, for today and following a lot of the similar format we usually do, but hopefully th- these vibes are just going to be super fun, super positive. Obviously, we have a lot of highlights to talk about, so we'll get there, but we got to start here, Justin. First, with our our one word summaries. I know you've actually gone outside and, and requested some consultations to help with with this segment for you. So I'm going to kick it to you to start, Justin, for the one word summary of last night. I did. I did uh, yesterday. I was telling my
1: friends that I'm still trying to pick up my vocabulary, um, going from sexy to hectic uh, to serendipitous. So mm-hmm. we really jumped it up last time, but I think I need to still a little help to move that on. So. I went with my friend Miss Julie, the, uh, the artist. Um, incredible artwork. We'll talk about her later. But she gave me the word Galvantic. It's, it was a Galvantic victory. And it's really, it's, it's like dramatic, essentially. And, I, and it was. I, it was historic, like you said. And the place was absolutely rocking. It was by far our best W so far. I think we just looked well-rounded as a whole.
0: Okay, I might ask you to try to use that in another sentence that isn't related to this yet. Let's see if you hmm. can do that later on. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't prepare that. Let's talk about that. Maybe maybe next episode. All right. Maybe next time. Maybe next yeah. time. All right. I like the effort. I like the effort. Seeking outside help. That, that's, always, that's always good. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go to similar, uh, but I am going to use the word unprecedented to describe this season and this team and this experience thus far. We're obviously... Making history with what we've just accomplished. And we'll get into that in a couple of seconds here. But no team has done what we've been able to do. No one was expecting, nor even in the realm of expecting us to do what we've done so far. I don't even think we were expecting us to do what we've done so far. This city, how they've turned up has been unprecedented. So everything about this, I feel like we're just in new territory now and how we've been able to show out in such an early and, and short amount of games. Has been nothing short of amazing. So unprecedented is what I is what I go to for this first word. So I think it's I think it's precedent. Is that its own word? I would assume if there's an unprecedented, we are setting a new precedent. That's how you would use it. But what we've done is unprecedented. I'm going to go and say it's precedented.
1: I think it's copper or bust. Oh, I'm okay. cup or bust. I, I knew this was going to happen the entire time. <laughs> I figured we'd go four zero. I think we're going to go the whole season undefeated. But whatever you okay. want to say, that's fine.
0: Let Let's hop right into it, Justin. We got to, we got some. Hey, we got some guys that I think agree with you here in the comments here, everything does seem pretty precedented from what uh, we're seeing here, but we're, we're seeing dominance. Dominance seems like the, the, the crowds, the listeners word of the day. And I, I would definitely agree. Last night was a dominant performance. No doubt.
1: I completely agree. And we'll talk, we'll get in, let's get into some of the highlights on why it was dominance, Jake.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned it, Justin, and I, I just want to anchor everyone here to start. This was, Definitely the most comprehensive end-to-end win that we've seen this season. There was not a moment in the game where I felt like we were on the ropes or we were maybe not going to win that game. It felt like a piece-by-piece demolition of San Jose. They just did not look like they belonged on the field. They did not look good, and I think a lot of that was because what we did to them in terms of limiting their their style. But what a way to capture this, this record being the first expansion team ever to go four and zero in their first four games of their inaugural season. I've actually got a couple more stats to caveat that from Ryan grass on Twitter. Um, so we're the first in points in those four games in, in four first games in an inaugural season for an expansion team. Seattle had nine back in 2009 when they joined the league. We're also tied for a first in the goals scored when Atlanta joined the league in 2017, they put up 11. Uh, we also have 11 now. So we're tied there. And then we're second in overall goal difference. Atlanta, going back to them in 2017 as well had a plus eight goal difference and we have a plus seven I'm not going to really lose any sleep over that but that's that goes to show you that we're not just like skating by we are scoring so many freaking goals that I I was a little bit worried about heading into the season and maybe it's just not going to be an issue for us I mean I don't know that was that was literally the one thing that you and I were
1: worried about was can we score and we've had to be and we don't have to be just reliant on Klaus I mean he's still getting the job done himself and scoring again last night but it Everybody is chipping in, and it's just incredible to watch. I can't believe that we literally scored another three goals again. I said it in the preview that I'm like ah, I don't think we're going to do it again, and we are. And it's not it's not the the giveaways like we've gotten in a couple of these games where people are like, oh we're getting lucky. No, these are actually true goals that we're just playing through and just
0: unrelenting, just attacking these guys. Yeah, no, I, I I couldn't agree more. Let let's take a let's back up. So that's that's the overarching thing I think for last night. I want to speak to a couple other. I mean, one thing at least to start before the game even kicked off. And that was, I thought it was a really fun experience last night. An atmosphere obviously it was freaking cold, man. There's no getting around that. Everyone knew going into it. That was not not great. But the optics, the atmosphere last night, the the city red in the pregame uh was was pretty cool, pretty hype. I'm glad that we had something kind of unique to us. I think we kind of missed it in the last one. So I'm glad the team is working on that kind of stuff because I think that was fun. The music was definitely louder and better. I think the vibe in the stadium had it not been so freaking cold i think it would have been even different like i can't wait to see the stadium turn up on a good weather day i mean i think it's just going to be the vibes are going to be off the charts like absolutely crazy um so i think the pregame last night was fantastic I, I loved it yeah you did have the missing video on on the i think the south end of the stadium which yeah. was a bummer uh but i don't think it detracted too much from anyone's experience hopefully
1: no, absolutely not. You still have the video on the North end and you can see all the highlights there. So nothing big there. I mean, that's something that they'll fix. I'm not worried about it. That's probably already working again this morning. Those guys are all over it. But the atmosphere was absolutely insane. I couldn't believe it with how cold it was exactly. But also let's get into actually what happened onto the field. I would say, again, another theme that we're seeing is that we are very good from set pieces and dead balls. I would say throw-ins, either long throws or getting them in quick, but the actual dead balls and whipping them in with Leuven and Vasilev we having a righty and a lefty and these balls are being curled in to big boys that are getting their heads on it, feet on it, whatever they need to do. I it's one thing that we can play through the run of play or we
0: can do very well on set pieces as well, including corners. Tell me and I'm not I'm not going to claim to be an MLS connoisseur. Tell me one team that is as dangerous as us in every single set piece. I think we might miss hit maybe like one a game, but every one of these balls just looks holy. I mean, I would hate to be the goalie in most of these situations. I mean, the pace that Luvin and Vaslov are putting on these and how they switch it up or they just go tandem one, one another. Like someone swings in with the right, then someone goes out to the left. We had like three corners in a row last game. Where I, if I am JT Marcinkowski, I am peeing my pants. This just looks <laughs> scary. And guys are just flying at you. No one has any fear in the box. Every single thing looks like it might hit the back of the net. I think I might, I think the next
1: Graham or maybe our over team corners. Yeah. I, it, we have like five in a row. They I mean, yeah. just can't clear it, dude. It's even balls are whipped in them. We're getting good, good, uh, good guys in the end of it, either with a foot or a head and putting right. them on net. Or these guys are just at peeing their pants. As you said, Jake, and
0: yeah. they cannot clear it. It's just, they insane. can't, they can't, you know, who else really impressed me last night too. And, and we'll get to some of the player ratings, but I loved the performance and you mentioned it, Justin. I told you when we got to the game, Lucas Bartlett coming in, man, signed, Two weeks ago, you know, he was a trialist all preseason. Hadn't really been given his shot in the MLS, and what a performance! The guy stuck tackles in. He looked really physical. He looked like a leader out there. He was so composed on the ball, too. It just looked like you swapped Tim Parker out. I thought that might kind of hurt us a little bit in the back. If if we put some red hair and put Tim Parker's body on Lucas Bartlett, you wouldn't have blinked. It was the. I mean, it was like nothing changed.
1: I completely agree. I mean, I, I was, I was kind of surprised to see Tim Parker. I did not, uh, anything as far as to why he was out, but I mean, just a, an instant stop instant swap that worked out perfectly for us. There was no holes. There was nothing else that we saw like, Oh, he had a blunder there. Absolutely played an incredible game, especially if you're just joining the team and I'll kick it straight back up to the top two Jake mm-hmm. joel Klaus. I, I, we know that he was our designated player that we're going to like the man is absolutely killing it. I would say, not only from a finishing aspect of scoring so many goals so far, but he's holding the ball up well. He's directing guys. He's still doing passes just like we had the pass of the week last week. He's still dishing balls to other guys. And Nico Giochini, we've already had some comments in in the uh in here for the live feed. But him and Nico, I don't know if those guys like grew up together. Their chemistry <laughs> is insane to
0: watch. And it's just exciting. They were in third grade together. Yeah, they they were best buddies best buddies yeah. it looks like it it certainly looks like it out there Their 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 one-two mentality and how they play off each other is mesmerizing I, I love to watch them play together and I really am kind of partial to them being on the field together starting most games I think moving forward I've liked both times it happened and I really want to see that um, more so I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna flip back real quick I don't yeah. think they could have
1: been in third grade together because I think Joao was in third grade in like 1904
0: and <laughs> and Nico was in third grade in like 2006 yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. Well, I, I realized in our last pod, Justin, you were saying his right age, and I'm like, yeah, he looks like he's 37. You said, oh, sorry, 27, and I'm like, yeah. no, 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 he actually, he actually I is heard 26. It, he's 26. He's 26, but he looks like he's going on 45. Yeah, but he uh, plays. He incredible. plays like he's 19. The man he's yeah, just right. all over the place. It's he, he does. He does. Um, I, you know, I, I feel like last night there were so many different highlights. It, it might be hard to make sure we mention some folks that. I think normally are some of our best players. I still think Leuven had a great game. I think he was controlling in the midfield. Him and Vasilev were a good duo. I think it was a different dynamic we threw at him last night with the two in the midfield going with the four four two, And both of them had, had, had a great game. I think Leuven, for me last night, what I saw different from him was his physicality. He was able to use his body and use his his weight and his technique to kind of throw San Jose players off the ball. And every 50-50, I swear he came out on top. It was a really impressive performance from him. And obviously his passing is always great. His set pieces are always great. I'm sure he'd like to be on the score sheet. But what a great performance from him as well. Um, going back to defense, I thought our our, our wingbacks, our fullbacks had a good night last night. Johnny Nelson got the assist. Shout out to him getting on the score sheet. That was great for for Nico's first goal. I think Jake Nerwenski was actually one of the highest-rated players when you look at some of the player ratings um, for last night. So great to see the defense get a nod as well. And that clean sheet, you got to celebrate. Both of those guys, the wingbacks, I I will say, we've talked about how
1: we were expecting them, and it's a tough spot to be in with the press, and that's where it really gets released. Those guys absolutely killed it last night. I think the Earthquakes tried to play through us, which we talked about, and you just can't. When you look up the middle, like, and they're going to have to then go wide. And then we shut him down there with Nelson and Nowinski. Those guys absolutely killed it. And you already mentioned it as well. Also, shout out to Nico. Nico getting his first MLS first goal. goal. It was great. Also, right. great touch, great finish. I love it. Also, yeah, he, one thing that I will say, maybe a highlight there, but brought into a quick low light before we get into the low lights. He has. He had a great celebration of a knee slide that was like eight yards. Dude, what's up with Joao? Why can't he slide? <laughs> He did it again last night. His slides like his knees just like dig in like he's digging a grave and he just falls over. And he did that when he scored the first goal. I mean, the first one, I gave him some slack because it was literally like the 89th minute of the the Austin game and his legs were heavy. But it's early season.
0: Early season. He'll get that. He'll get that. The man scores a lot of goals. Maybe just like do something other than sliding because you just he just flops over. We should take this man to the, the practice facility and just do a, a celebration practice. Like, just yeah, so I, I
1: would, like, we can bring back, like, the, the guys. Was it Iceland? Can we bring back the dead fish and stuff like yes. that? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. We got to get creative. I mean, this team is just scoring so many freaking goals. Exactly. Uh, I, you know what I also loved last night, too, is, and not that this has changed, but Carnell, I mean, he, he's, I feel like his tactics are usually always on. He has no fear tampering with neither the the starting 11 nor the in-game management. And last night, he's putting subs on in the, what, the 56th minute. I mean, and it wasn't due to injury, I, I would say. I mean, Klaus came off early, which I, I can appreciate. I mean, this is a long season. It's going to be, it's a cold game. Might as well blood some other players, get some minutes in the legs when we're dominating like we are. So I loved to see him go to the bench early. We got aziel jackson his debut which is great got a couple minutes and we got miggy perez back in got him a couple minutes we got ostrock in he got his goal what a huge confidence boost you got to feel for him i just feel like a weight a hypothetical weight was hopefully just lifted off his shoulder because yeah it wasn't the it took a deflection but it was on goal and to have him get that he i think he needed that to get off the board
1: i i'm not i'm not gonna lie so we were there live i rewatched the game when i got home and the announcer had a great call on that one jake it says Cause it was two block shots. And then his shot was deflected. And the announcer literally said, I don't want to hear about St. Louis getting lucky. They deserve all the luck they're getting. You're winning second balls. You're getting another strike and you're winning second balls again. And you're putting it away, which I think is a lot, uh, very attributable to what people are saying. Oh, we're getting these lucky goals. Like, no, we are just unrelenting pressing these guys. And especially with the shots, you can, it's got to go in with the amount of shots that we're getting on goal. And not, not even just on goal. We had 20 shots in the game, eight yeah. on goal. Like, yeah, even as a keeper, if you give up three of those, that's probably not that great percentage. But putting eight on goal in an MLS game, we're going to score at least two.
0: You know, actually, now that I think about it, I swear all three of our goals came from some form of like unrelenting pressure. The Good. Nico Giacchini refused to give up on that ball. I mean, he's like parallel to the ground, just flicks his right boot at it and put, puts that in the corner. Obviously, Klaus's goal was like just a one man wrecking ball mission. And then the third one, we ripped what three shots on goal that were all blocked before Ostrock finally found the back of the net with the yeah. deflection after a huge wind up and yeah. a fake, pass to make a pass, and he finished
1: that. I, I'm sorry. I, the goal
0: scoring is just so much fun. I it just doesn't get old,
1: and, and oh, we we would be remissed. Another good word, Jake. Uh, if we did not talk about our defense, not only but the absolute anchor of our defense, and I think Roman Berkey had a hell of a game. He had two massive saves. They only had um, two shots on goal, but both of them pretty good chances. And I will say they had some other chances. We'll get into the low lights. But the saves that he made just and not only just from the save, he had a great save on Kyle in the 61st. Um, that was literally a wide open shot from him from the PK spot. So great job by Roman. And not only that, you mentioned in the game, the man is still looking like Josh Allen. He's just throwing the ball yeah. anywhere he wants.
0: and just, just his distributions game. are incredible. It is distribution's great. I, you just know that he had to be so excited to get that clean sheet last night. Finally, get that under the belt and move on. And I think for the defense, it's just a celebratory. Finally, we get that. We 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 know we're capable of scoring goals, but if we as a team can not only keep that momentum up and then also kind of hone the defense a little bit and and tighten it up and not and not let in as many goals as we were kind of in the first couple games of the season. I mean, this team could go on to do some things if we can shore that up. And I think last night was a, a perfect, you know, kind of foot in the right path there. I think, you know, just overall looking at the game, the press, the press led to goals. The press was on point last night. We totally disrupted San Jose's style of play, trying to be possessive and look to break our lines and find space in between. They, they couldn't find anything last night they were so disrupted they they just they just looked disorganized and almost like there was just nothing to do because I think they probably walked in thinking they were going to be able to find their footing and apply pressure to us using possession it just wasn't happening for them we had almost even possession it was 45 to us 55 to them so that's not how they would have imagined this game going no but I I will say that's what (laughs) we were talking about that San
1: Jose style is to try to play through us and you can't we are too good in the midfield. And then that's where, the, like we talked about, the press gets released on yep. our wingbacks and the wingbacks stepped up. It was yep. just a perfect game by the boys. I'm extremely excited. I will say also, you have on here, where are the haters now? We are <laughs> 22 to one to win the MLS Cup now. We started at 100 to one just four games ago. We keep climbing. It's and, and also just to touch on that too, we talked about the earthquakes and their the games they played so far. No one really good. They played Atlanta, I guess, and they lost that game. Their two wins were Vancouver and Colorado. They are now 100 to one. They are the last two uh, teams as far as like odds go to win the cup.
0: It's, it's amazing. And just while we were dancing on them last night, I thought for anyone in the visual right now, uh, so sporting played as well last night and they scored their first goal of the season. So congrats to them. They actually had the highest going into this match day, have the highest XG in the league. And they have not been able to find the back of the net so far. And they scored last night. And the admin for Sporting KC said, there it is, with a big picture of Daniel Chaloui, one of their players. And the St. Louis City SC Twitter admin uh, responds, congrats on your first goal, with a, with a clapping emoji. And they went on to lose the game to FC Dallas, 2-1. to one. So it was <laughs> a great fight. Oh, oh. It was God, a great these rivalry games are going to be sick. I am oh so pumped God. for that. Also, oh
1: shout out Kansas. Uh, great job on your uh, loss for being an overall yep. one, one, a one seed in the
0: uh, college basketball tournament. That was huge by the uh, Jayhawks. Good stuff. Last thing I want to show everyone before we go into the minimal amount of lowlights that we have is just a look at the table. You know, just got to keep an eye on this as we go throughout the season, and especially right now. I mean, it just couldn't look any prettier. You have St. Louis City, even on matches played with the other top four teams in the league, and we have 12 points sitting comfortably at the top, Only team with 12 points, obviously getting three a game. The tied for the most goals, fourth, 11, have a great goal difference as well, uh, just below Atlanta's, which is great because Atlanta's off to a hot start this season. Things are just looking really freaking good right now, man. I just love to see the vibes and us sitting top of the table after four games in. Would you have, I mean, who would have thought? Obviously, you would have thought because you knew everything going into the season, but most of us dummies just wouldn't have.
1: Yeah complete dummies. I, I predicted yeah. us to go undefeated for the entire season. I talked about that multiple times. go listen to some old episodes for sure. Um I will say we also are and we're looking at some other stats. And goals against for xG, we are third. We are giving our the xG against us is less than 1. We're giving up one goal game. That's pretty even. I love it. We also have the most goals for average in a game of 2.75, tied with Atlanta for that. We are just scoring and we're playing great defense. I don't know I mean, I guess we can talk about low lights. Are there any?
0: Not not many. I'm, I'm getting to some comments here, and I actually got a comment, Justin, I just want to address from, from DT Gay Uncle. Uh, Lucky's team in the league. So, DT, I don't know if you're just being inflammatory or if you're actually a, a team, uh, a guy gets a, kind of going against the flow here. The, the, the lucky thing just doesn't hold up anymore. I'm sorry for people that are thinking that this luck thing is a thing. The, this team, if you watch soccer, you know soccer. This team manufactures luck because of how we play. And how much pressure we, we heap on to the other team, these chances, by the way, no one's just passed the ball in the, in the net for us. If, if we get past the ball, we still have to finish it. Not many players sometimes can do that. Some people would, would, would shy in the spotlight there. So this whole lucky narrative, it just needs to stop because. We've proven it. Like, we don't need to prove ourselves anymore. It's ridiculous that people still think that this is just a lucky team. That's why we're here. It's so stupid. Jake, I can't even believe you added this guy's comment in here.
1: I'm looking. I had to look into his picture. I think he's wearing a hat that says, be hard. Like, where (laughs) did you, like, what age are you, like, taking this, like, stare off into the distance picture, dude? Also, what team are you supporting? Hop in here and let us know, and we'll talk about it. Happy happy to compare the top of the table City SC to whatever team you support, buddy.
0: (laughs) Tyler coming in the comments too uh, that that he might be a Casey. Ah, he's a so Casey coach fan. I could Wow, see. couldn't imagine bitter, you know? bitter, sad. You know, hey, it's all right over there in Kansas. You know, hope hope you guys are relishing your your XG top of the league, but you know, not having won a game yet. Yeah, so. I'm sure I'm sure he'll come
1: back at us and deflect and be like, oh, but we have the Chiefs. Like, oh, congrats, <laughs> uh, awesome, dude. That's not a sport
0: we're talking about, buddy. <laughs> so let's get quick into the only things, and I'm gonna frame this as just some things for improvement that that we kind of saw. And a lot of it's kind of just game state type stuff. I think you and I, Justin, last time we were watching this game kind of felt like there were some opportunities where one, we need to be in a better position for quick restarts. The other teams are trying to use that against us where they did your quick throw, quick free kick, quick corner, whatever that is. I think we need to be more aware of those and look to jump on them right away and shut them down. And Justin, I want you to speak to the tactical kind of fouling. So I think there were some positions last night where, we saw the break happening where San Jose was about to threaten. We were broke on the press and we had the opportunity and we failed to stop it. I think that's one of those things that, especially if our press
1: does get broken, which is it it will happen because it's so high pressing and very, if you're one step late, it's over. We have to end it in their half. We were talking about it again with, with everybody around us. It's you can see it happening, building from their back and we're right there. We're we're literally just a step off. But if you are a step off, you got to give a little, quick side check or anything just to get mm-hmm. those guys to the ground let the boys get back we cannot let these if we play against some of these teams we, when we play like lafc they will finish those chances on us if we let them have them and we need to make sure that we end it in their half so there's not it, we can end it in our half but then we're looking at dead balls being whipped in. if we end it in their half it's going to be a restart with a pass and that's how we got
0: to do it yep i would agree couldn't agree anymore with that the only other last things i'll mention is that there was just one kind of hiccup in the 52nd minute we wrote about where, you know, there was bad clearance, bad a ball pass across goal. And that was when Berkey was forced into a big save. I mean, Kyle should have put that away. Berkey made that phenomenal save. And it was just, you can't do that. When, when you're up 2-0, 2-0 is a dangerous lead in soccer. We have to communicate. We have to just play smart sometimes and just not look to be perfect, but just to play simple. Play within yourself sometimes. We don't need to complicate things. And that was a gift of an opportunity for them.
1: Yeah, I would say on a couple of those, I think we need to be a little bit tighter in our marking in the box as well. Balls are on the wings and it's happened on some of the goals and we got lucky last night. We did not give one up. There was a ball that they put across the middle and there was three earthquakes that were wide open. Uh, Cal slid and just missed it. But if he didn't touch it, the guy in the back post was wide open as well. So need to tighten that up a little bit. And that's all right. I think the last two lowlights, we'll touch on this real quick, Jake, or injuries. What is, I saw you like, so Blum, obviously, um has been sick yeah apparently it's not very clear on what's going on with that but
0: apparently covid
1: okay but we have not announced that and i know Mm -hmm. that the south african head coach south south african national team head coach is reaching out and is not happy with that
0: yeah he was called into the national team and the national team tug of war with clubs is always going to happen they you know clubs don't want to release players sometimes because they're either coming back from injury or they're just tired and national team is hard i mean he has i mean that's that's a lot to go hop on a flight and then go play two games he's a, he's a critical part of the national team and so i think he thought that we were being dishonest with what blum status was and luke Bates came out and, and shammed all that away so this this guy's just kind of complaining he threatened to go to the fi- to fifa and, and talk about you know how we're keeping this information from them he absolutely go read the statement lutes just put him in a body bag like time of death that guy was done like yeah it was great so only a thing I'm a little concerned about I hope Tim Parker's not going to be out too long he had some groin stuff it sounds like happened in practice they kept him out I'd say last night from what I'm picking up on due to a little bit of just cautious I don't think they wanted to throw him in in a cold game like that and uh, have him just thrown right back into the mixer and look Bartlett came out to play so I great decision looking back on it absolutely
1: Completely fine there. There's no need to rush it long season. And obviously I won't say we didn't need him. Oh yeah. I, was, I love Tim Parker. I think he's one of our, one of our staples as a center back and obviously one of our co-captains, but I mean, it's great to see that someone can just step in and do the job that he needs to do anyway. So
0: yep. yeah, I agree. Great call to just let's, let's be cautious to start. Hey, for everyone in the room right now, uh, watching on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, go ahead and smack that, that like button. Um, it really helps us get out to more people. And, and if you're in here, why not show us some love? We love doing this and having some some brunch, breakfast with the, with the ball watching boys. A lot of bees there. Uh, and, and celebrating what last night was. So hit the like button. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube later on, definitely still hit the like button or subscribe to us. So you're first to know whenever we're going to go live and do these podcasts or episodes. Uh, but nice thanks block, for nice everyone for joining in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nice you, got block. Block. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's All right. get back to it. Player Play rating. Ratings. Nice. Wow. Starting wow. from the back. Berkey, solid night, wasn't called into too much action. I thought he was going to see more. Two saves, one of them, big save to maintain that 2-0 lead. So he did what he had to do. Distribution was great. I, I cannot knock him again. I think he's, once he gets into being tested more, I think people will start to give him a little more respect in terms of MLS, you know, where he is on the depth chart in terms of best goalies. But I still think he has the capability to be one of the top ones in MLS. And he hasn't done anything to disprove that so far. I just don't think he's been tested overly so which i'm not complaining about either he's had absolutely zero blunders and that's yep. what i need out of a goal he's been strong and i love it
1: let's yep. go into uh the back four like we already talked about we'll start on, on the wings i think nelson and narinski absolutely killed it last night and we needed them to. i think that's where and they're gonna have to keep continually doing that which is probably the toughest spot in our defense that's where the press when we press that's where it's gonna get released and put a lot on those guys i would say narinski it looks like from where you have the screenshot they have him as the highest rated guy of the game and mm-hmm. then you also go to nelson and got an assist so i absolutely love it with those guys
0: yep center backs didn't make any blunders I, kyle hebert playing like a veteran a year a year's veteran in the mls and the guy he was the veteran last night when you look at the, the center back pairing so it was great to see him you know <laughs> like he just gets thrown in because of the injuries you know obviously he quits himself makes match day team of the week last week and now he's showing bartlett the ropes i mean it's great to see the center backs in the depth we have right now midfield also looking solid
1: yeah i will say with vasilev and lubin i love that dynamic duo um it looks like vasilev can step in when we need him to um outside of blum i gives him. i think he gives us a little bit more of an attacking mindset as opposed to blum which is good but obviously we'll we'll need blum later on too so i hope that he gets well soon i will say when you move it up to stroud and all in the wings i think with how well our wing backs played it took a little bit away from them I wouldn't say they did anything bad, but it's just I it, I can't call a standout moment from either of those guys. So I think they yeah. did what they needed to do, but our wing back stepped up, and that's what that's what a team does. That's what I love about this team is it
0: worked solid through yep. and through. Yeah, it was. And and you you mentioned you mentioned Alman Stroud. I it wasn't their best night. I, I don't think it was their best night. I also think just the way we were playing, it didn't really suit how they were playing. I think those two for me are probably more fit for a 4-3-3 or a 4-2-3-1 formation, not necessarily yeah. a 4-4-2. I did appreciate Stroud coming back on defense and helping out and applying pressure. I think that was great. But we saw them get subbed off for some changes in tactics heading into the game. Nothing to like knock that it was a, not a good game for them. It, I just don't think it was their best. And I think just the system and how the game state was going on, it wasn't suited for them to show their their skill sets. But they did enough to get the job. I agree, and I think it does. Maybe that
1: formation does not help them very much, but I absolutely love that Nico and Joao Klaus do on top, dude. Third grade or not, I don't know when they when they met, but Jesus, they just know
0: what each other are doing. They play so well together. It's different gravy. Those two different gravy. I mean, they're they're just made of something different. Like they they've got this sauce between them where they're totally different players. Totally different players, I mean, but they compliment. Uh, why, why gravy? Oh, Justin, you got to work on the vocab, man. I'll, I'll, go, I'll send you a little you, bit you, of you're, you're calling stuff. my vocab
1: bad because I, I. why I'm confused as to why you said different Bloody gravy? We'll get you up to speed. Let's, well, call, like it. let's call it like, uh, let's do like fiery honey. You're made a different of seven. different fiery gravy. Different gravy. I like I fiery honey.
0: honey. They're sweet, but they're spicy. You can do, you can do your honey. You can do yeah. your honey. So player ratings, I think across the board, obviously solid. Not much to complain about. Uh, finally getting to predictions. I predicted three one, I was a goal off. You predicted two oh, you were a goal off. So we both were super close. It also was big. Let's let the fans do it out, but I would say two oh is more is more
1: spot on than the three one, Jake. And I even said with a little bit, we'll talk about the hammers. City money line, dub. Yeah. And a little sprinkle on the earthquakes under a half goal, dub shutout. Yeah. Shut out. shout out for the shutout.
0: Hopefully people were hitting that because you should be swimming in it today. I know I made uh, a little bit of money on, on on that game last night. That was nice. It's always a good little thing for your you know emotions, spirit. Team lifts you up, gets the huge W, and your wallet gets a little bit heavier. There's yeah, no problem it, with it that. Paid for our beers. It did absolutely. All right. Well, that's kind of we're getting to the end here. Where do we go from here, Justin? Actually, I have a good comment too in the question. So maybe we'll actually get to that to start. I'll so even, I'll even before you get into that, yeah. you have where do we go from
1: here? And I was I was hoping you'd call out my joke and in, in the notes I put Disney World. That's where we go when you <laughs> win the cup.
0: Where do you, you go? We go to Disney World. I'm going to Disney World. That's us. I'm going to be in Disney World come November. I hope so, man. I hope so. We have some worries though, Justin, in, in the comments and, and productive worries. Oh, not, is this, is not this the uh, the be hard guy. Oh, no, 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 no. We got some we got some real stuff here. So. Uh, a shout from kevin and and i I think it's something we could talk about here so should we be worried about the effectiveness of energy drink soccer midsummer when temps are hotter i i definitely worry more about it i don't think i'm overly worried about it still though because these are professionals they're going to be training in this they'll be getting used to this climate other teams coming into that might struggle and they might not be able to keep up their tempo but for us we live here. We, we breathe here. We like we are have every opportunity to, to become acclimatized to this. And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's easy at all. But we have depth right now. We have guys that, you know, no problem. You're tired. We'll swap someone in and we keep going. So I think there's ways around it. And I think it will definitely be something to think about as we get into the summer when it's f- oh, my God, it's be so hot some of these games let's,
1: I'm, I'm gonna flip it jake let's look at yeah. the, cool side of the pillow i think it's gonna be harder for the teams that are coming here to, mm-hmm. to keep up I would agree. we're gonna be pressing that hard they're not gonna be used to they're usually gonna be used to playing around the back we're gonna be pressing them their legs are gonna get tired if you think we're getting quote-unquote lucky goals this early on wait till it's 95 degrees in july in st louis the these defenders these bigger boys for their team are gonna be tired as hell and nico giocchini is just gonna pick them off one by one pass it to class and we're gonna finish
0: yeah, the and I know, and so we had another kind of come in about, you know, these professionals, they're in phenomenal shape, but they have to run out of gas at some point, don't they? I, I that comes down to game management. And this is where Carnell and staff and the analytics and how they you know they all were those like sports bras with like measuring their activity and their heart rate. This is where when all that comes into play. So if we can use that to our advantage and manage this before injuries spike up or before guys run out of gas. There's nothing to this. is. We're not a new territory here. Every team and league has to do the same exact thing. They don't all play under drink soccer, but they all do run and they all do have to manage these types of injuries and fitness. So, no, I'm not overly concerned about this. I, I think it's a little bit unique because we do play so hard and run so hard and maintain that level of fitness. But I think the boys will be able to do it. I'm, I'm not worried about it, to be honest. I think I would be worried if we were
1: a starting 11 without a bench. We have already shown how deep we are. You put in Celia Pompeo late in the game, that man will just fly around for 30 Fire. minutes straight yeah. and not stop. And no then problem. I mean we'll talk about Miggy Perez. He's 17. These guys are young. We're not, t- I mean, yes, Joao looks like he's 40, but he's only 26. So yeah. I think when we look at some of these guys' ages, they are energizer bunnies and we're ready to go.
0: Another question we had come in in the comments, Justin, was from Tyler around you know, all forgetting Firmino. I think you and I both said that'd be that'd be pretty fun as well. He's a stud, but do we need to spend big in another? dp especially on a striker personally i'm not right now in the season i don't really care to add another dp like what we have going right now this mix the balance in the team i don't think we need to change that we don't need to tinker right at this point i think we're good let's keep going momentum i think the locker room vibes sound like they're great you see the team pick after everyone's gelling i don't see the need yet to think about that i do think you need to think more proactively though than what i'm thinking right now and and think about when you might run up against some Some issues and need some more depth, and especially some quality, quality players coming in. So at this point, I'm not really thinking too much into having another DP, especially a striker, because I think Klaus is acquitting himself well.
1: I love to get Firmino. The only worry would be locker room, like you said. What what would the vibe be? Like, do we, it'd be adding someone big and throwing him in the locker room mix? I don't think we need it now, but I mean, I'm never going to turn down Firmino on the team. So we'll see how it goes. I think it's very early on. And obviously, he still has to finish the season with Liverpool. So not something we need to talk about now.
0: Yeah. And Aaron had a comment too on how does this start alter our plans to potentially sell veteran talent in the summer that you'd spoken about a month ago. I, I think right now, again, I, I'll harken back to what I just said. I, there's no need to mess with anything we're doing. I think we have some veteran talent, which is great. And most of the veteran talent I think that we have is here for a little bit of term. And a lot of the younger guys are here for a little bit of term with more room for us to kind of reevaluate, renegotiate when the time comes. Um, I think for us after this season, if we can maintain this, it, it'll be on Lutz. It'll be on Bradley Carnell and all the agents to kind of get back to the room and say, okay, one season under, the, under our belts. They're obviously a proven commodity here. What do they probably deserve in this league in terms of financial compensation? And do we want them more long-term? I could see some extensions coming if some of these guys that are playing right now, like Leuven, like your Klaus. Um, I, I mean, I, I could see some guys potentially being rewarded for, for this so far. So I don't really think we're going to go to the market and necessarily sell veteran talent. Uh, in the summer if things are going as well as they are right now i definitely appreciate these comments as well and i completely agree with you but i i, I still want to just bask in the fact that we are 4-0 yeah. let's not yeah. worry about the future too far let's let's, let's enjoy there. what we got it boys let's end there where do we go from here st louis be proud of yourselves man be be proud of your team this is something to celebrate obviously it's never been done before it's unprecedented so i am it's galvanic i am over the moon yeah you're right yeah it's it's unbelievable. It's kind of hard to fathom. Like you, you lay in bed, you're like, wow, we're actually here right now. I know you and I kept looking at you like, this is real. This is actually happening right now. We are the top of the league, top of the Western conference. We're setting records for expansion teams for historic starts. What's going on, man. I mean, the, the, we're, we got something going here. So I'm really hoping we, we can keep it going. I think Real Salt Lake is another opportunity again absolutely i will say and
1: we'll we'll get into the preview of that of possible atmosphere changes everything like that but where do we go from here well let's just circle back we're going to disney world that's one but before we go there let's go to the pitch oh, let's, let's yeah. talk about that sponsor the ambiance oh. The decor, it was bumping again last night, dude. It was I think my parents tried to get there at four PM and it was already it was already at capacity. You couldn't get in. And so that and that stayed that way the entire night, which was just awesome to see. Those guys are absolutely killing it, getting the frozen, uh the frozen espresso martinis, everything there, the food. Everybody is loving the pitch get there. If you haven't been there
0: yet. So much fun. Yeah. The vibes, there were great. All the gear on last night, everyone's got 16 layers on, just like huddled in watching March madness and all the hype and buzz around the team. It was such a fun atmosphere. I encourage you all if you haven't been there to go check it out. The pitch is a really, really fun vibe and it's definitely soccer kind of oriented. So it's, if you're even into more soccer, there's history everywhere. It's got a soccer kind of pub feel to it. Like it is in in England or in Europe. It's, it just feels authentic and like something you can't get many places in St. Louis. So encourage y'all to check it out. Very unique. I absolutely love that place. All right, Justin, that's all we have for today. Thank you all for, for coming to the live stream and for tuning in on the podcast. We appreciate and love you all. And we love this freaking club, man. All for city. All for city. Mm